Welcome back to Cute Kind Of. I'm your host, Layla. Welcome to my beauty and lifestyle podcast. So I tried to record this episode yesterday. It came out a mess. Um, There was just a lot of me rambling, and I really didn't know what I was saying, actually, so I just thought I would just re-record the episode. So here we are, and today's topics include... I'm pretty sure I'm about to go on a tangent about productivity. However, before that, I wanted to do a mini haul because I went to everyone's favorite middle to upper class establishment, Target, and I got a few things, so I wanted to share them with you. Without further ado, let's just get started. Okay, so I went to Target the other day with the full intention to just buy a foundation that matches my skin tone. And... Of course, like always, nothing went according to plan because I came out with foundations that do not match my skin tone, but let me explain. So when I was going to Target, I did some research on like essentially like what drugstore foundation I wanted to buy. And I was going to pick up another L'Oreal Infallible, uh, what is this, Freshwear Foundation, however in a lighter shade so I can mix it with the darker ones I have so I can get a perfect shade. However, I was, I wasn't, I didn't know if I just wasn't feeling using the Freshwear Foundation anymore. I wanted to try something new. So then I went online to L'Oreal.com because I feel like in the drugstore L'Oreal has like the best foundations. And I found they had this like Age Rewind Serum Foundation. And honestly, I'm obsessed with foundation or like any makeup product that is claimed to have like a serum texture, foundation, concealer, I don't know, um, cheek tint lipstick you name it i'm obsessed with it i'm obsessed with anything serum so i really wanted to try it and it looked really nice and light so i thought oh this would be perfect to use i showed up to my target they didn't have it so then i perused the aisles for a while and just decided in a moment of weakness that i'm just gonna buy another freshwear like i said i've gotten a lot lighter recently but it's still really hard to find my foundation shade because now it makes me, when I go online and look at swatches, I look at them and I'm like, I'm definitely not that color or I'll see some, like I'll see a mini swatch and it'll explain the color. Like this is um, a tan medium for olive undertones. And then I'll see the actual swatch of it on a person. And then I'll be like, wait a minute, that's not my skin tone though. So it's like this complete like teeter totter back and forth about like, should I buy this? Is this correct? So I just went ahead and bought another L'Oreal Infallible Freshwear foundation in the color 440. Um, This is extremely light, however, I have like two very much so darker shades of this. I even had to mix like the Infallible Pro Matte. Love that foundation. I But I remember I had like several different shades because like I wanted to mix them because I never got my right shade. So, long story short, I I got the L'Oreal Infallible Freshwear. Alright, in other news of buying foundation that does not fit my skin tone, as you know, CoverGirl went through a huge rebranding in the past year where they kind of transformed into a drugstore clean beauty brand. And either they reformulated and repackaged like a bunch of their products, and I think the one I have next is one of them. Um, I was looking at their like dewy foundation, which I think is supposed to be a rebrand slash packaging of like the Be Gorgeous foundation, if you remember that one. 
Um, it was around $10, and I was really interested in buying it just to try it out. But then my eyes skimmed down a little, and then I saw this. It's the CoverGirl Clean Matte BB Cream for Oily Skin. And you would think since I have oily skin, the reason why I bought it was because it was matte. No, I only bought it because it was $2 cheaper. But I got the color 530 Light Medium, which was a mistake, because this is too light for me. The only other color they had above this one was tanned, which is the one I should have gotten. However, however, I was just so confused why the only other color was tan. And so I just was like, in a moment of just deep stress, I just bought light medium. It definitely doesn't suit my skin tone. I tried to wear it yesterday and apply with a stippling brush because it was too light for me. I had like a little bit of a cast. And I tried to like bronze up my face a little to give some life back, but I don't know. I think essentially one of my issues too is that with BB cream, the texture is a lot different. It's a lot more lotiony and leery, so you need to make sure you're like the best way to apply BB cream in my opinion is to use your hands because it really melts the product down faster and helps it blend into your skin better than like using a brush or a sponge in my opinion. And it also helps to even it out. So if since it is like a foundation or like BB cream that's only like three shades, that would make sense why there's only three shades because it should sheer out. But then again, like they should definitely add like a few more colors up. Either I'm going to give this to my friend or try to use it in another one of my foundations to lighten it a little. Hey guys, it's me Layla from the future. So I'm on CoverGirl right now adding like links and stuff and they do have shades above light medium. Um, which include medium, medium deep, and then deep. So I was mistaken. It was just my target didn't carry those colors. Um, okay, thanks, bye. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Um, who knows, but I'm gonna try it again using my hands and then trying to go from the center of my face outwards. Yeah, I know I'm like giving this a lot of chances, but I want to give like products a full real try before saying I don't like them or if I do like them. So stay tuned for that. Alright, another face product I picked up was the e.l.f. Poreless Putty Primer. This has become really popular in the past year due to the fact that it's very similar to the Tatcha Silk Canvas Primer. And I want to try it out. I'm not a big fan of like pore filling, pore type fixing primers at all. I like a more hydrating primer or like mattifying primer than like a pore filling primer. However, I can see why this is really popular. I like the finish and the consistency. It's not as dry as like other pore filling primers and it's very soft and it's very smooth and I like that the texture of it is that you're not picking up a lot. Like literally you just glide your hand over it and then you have enough for like a layer in one area of your face. I haven't touched my silk canvas primer in a while so I want to but I want to compare these two side by side to see how they both are so I will do that very soon this is definitely on the pricier side this is eight dollars from elf which is not that expensive for a drugstore but for elf that's pretty expensive and I got the universal like putty primer one this is like the pinkish one they also have a yellow one and then they also have like a clear one Next, for tools, I picked up another Real Techniques Miracle Complexion Sponge. Um, I forget how like cheap these are. These are like $5 each, which I really enjoy. I picked up the pink one with like the pink shimmers in it. Um, hopefully they won't show up in my makeup. 
I don't know, it's cute. It's a cute pink color. And then I also got this e.l.f. dome stipple brush. And I literally thought I was buying just a dome shape buffing brush, but no, I was buying a dome stipple brush. And stippling brushes are like my least favorite face brushes because I feel like I don't like the feeling of applying my makeup with a stippling brush. I just don't like how it feels on my face. Um, sometimes it irritates it. However, this one is like pretty, pretty soft and it's not too harsh and the bristles of it are like pretty good. And I'm somewhat overly impressed by it so far. I mean, I've only used it once and I used it with the BB cream, but I think I have to use it with an actual foundation just to see. It did a pretty good job buffing my foundation and I like how the bristles are very, very soft. They're not hard at all, which is like a problem with stippling brushes. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with this. Finally, I picked up two nail things. So these are both from the brand Olive in June. I think they, the brand was founded in like 2017, 2018. And I think in the past year, they just got into like targets, but they're known for like having a tool. Like they, the brand made a tool that you attach to your nail polish brush applicator and it helps you apply nail polish evenly with your non-dominant hand. I have it, however, I don't really use it because I think I'm pretty good at applying nail polish to both hands. However, their products were on sale at Target. So we picked up two, we got the super glossy top coat, um, dreamt up in LA, made in Korea, and it's really pretty. It's like a really nice metallic bottle. And then next, we also got Olive and June nail art stickers. Um, I don't know what came over me to buy these. I just saw them and I was like, oh, these are like so cute. And something is compelling me to purchase this like right now. And so I did. Yeah, so now I have these nail art stickers and the thing about them is, although they're very cute, they're very, very small. So like if they were a tad bit bigger, I feel like they would be way better only because like they look like when you put them on your nail, they're not going to show up and there's only like a select number of them, right? So you would have to apply multiple to one finger just to get that like visual effect of them. But I'm excited to try them. There's like daisy, cherry shapes, lemonade type shapes flower bouquets it's actually like super cute um but i'm excited to try this you know other nail art stickers i try tend to um lift up and start peeling at the sides like the day after you apply them even when you apply like top coat and nail polish so i'm excited to try these and hopefully they stick on well friends that was my haul i hope you enjoyed it um i actually have a lot more beauty products on the way so look out for that but I wanted to take the rest of the time on this podcast, which will definitely be me like talking for an hour and then me cutting it down to like 20 minutes. So for you, it's 20 minutes. It's for me, it's an hour. But I want to talk about just life right now, you know, just do a quick catch up. So I read this thing a while ago and it compared millennial kids or kids who just grew up with the internet to the point where like the internet was always there. It was always like an option for them. They didn't know life before the internet or didn't have like a a very conscious exposure to the internet. Like mom and dad are like (laughs) bringing home the box computer. Like here's our computer with the internet. Like it said, pre-millennial and millennial kids, when they were younger, you would obviously ask them like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And Usually they would say like, oh, I wanted to be an astronaut, a lawyer, a president, so on and so forth. But for like 
post-millennial kids, like Gen Z, like that era, a lot of kids are like, I want to be a YouTube vlogger, which I think is the craziest, craziest thing I've ever heard. Because I'm just like, it's there's such a like stark contrast between like president and an astronaut to careers. There's a lot of outside variables that affect whether or not you can become those versus like being a YouTube vlogger, which essentially just starts with you picking up a camera and uploading your videos to the internet. But I was thinking about this because for the first time in a very long time, I went on my Instagram explore page. So I never go on my Instagram explore page. With that being said, I never go on social media that much either. Um, That's just how I am. Like I'm not a big social media person. Another element to that is like, like I know deep down inside that if I spend time on the Instagram explore page, that's gonna like affect my like, what's it called, self-esteem and so on and so forth. Ever since I figured out what it was, I just like stay clear of it. But I went on it for the first time and like, I was looking through it and it gives you a lot of like suggestions just based on like algorithm. Oh, and if you want to be like an influencer or whatever, there's an episode of Fat Mascara with Christy Dash. She runs partnerships and partnerships for beauty and fashion at Instagram. Like she basically just gives you like free tips on like how to run your Instagram account. Um, I listened to the episode so long ago that I just cannot remember like what she said, but it was actually pretty good. But if you want to run down basically of how the Instagram algorithm works similarly to the Twitter one, it's basically like, let's say there's girl A and then girl B and they both follow your mom, Ashley. I love your mom, Ashley. I think she's so funny and cute. Um, so let's say girl A and B follow your mom, Ashley, right? Girl A and B always like Ashley's Instagram posts and always comment underneath them. And one day Ashley follows girl A, okay? And with that being said, girl A and girl B don't know each other. So Ashley follows girl A, starts liking her posts. So what's gonna happen is because Ashley liked girl A's post and followed her, for girl B, when she goes on her Instagram Explore page, there's gonna be a higher chance of girl A's posts popping up because the algorithm knows, okay, so she likes your mom Ashley, always commenting, always liking, so is this girl A and Ashley just followed girl A so probably girl A would be someone that girl B would want to follow or like. So that's essentially how it works. I'm sorry if it came off really confusing. If this was a YouTube video I would draw a chart but I don't have that so we'll all have to use our imaginations here. But essentially yeah so that's basically how the algorithm works. Even with knowing that information I kind of don't use it to my advantage at all only because I'm not like social media person. Um And it made me think that like when I was younger, I definitely wanted to be like a YouTuber. Like I definitely wanted to be like a Michelle Fawn S YouTuber. And I just didn't have the courage to do it because I was so young and I like was very insecure about myself and didn't want to put myself out there. So I started my blog when I was 13. And that was kind of like my way of like being introduced into the beauty world. What's it called? What's that like southern tradition? Cotillion? I think it's, is it a cotillion? It's like that, like young women being introduced into society. I think that's what it's called. I think it's called a cotillion, right? But that was my beauty cotillion, okay? (laughs) But anyways. Hey guys, it's Layla via her iPhone recording app. Um, So I just looked it up and it's not actually a cotillion. 
Apparently a cotillion is for like square dancing, but what I actually meant was a debutante's ball. Um, a deb- yeah, which makes total sense because debut, debut- yeah, okay, bye. And then, you know, YouTubers all hit up like social media when that became bigger and they moved to Twitter and Instagram, Instagram being the biggest right now. And because of that, like a lot of people kind of content creators on YouTube who were popular went to Instagram and became known as influencers, but also like influencers from Instagram go to YouTube. I was like thinking, do I want to be an influencer? And let me remind you, like, because of quarantine, everyone's just overthinking about everything right now. Like, it's a very difficult time for everyone. So like, yeah, you're gonna overthink. Like, it's a normal thing. Don't worry. But I think I mentioned this in like one of my other videos about like being an influencer and just like, like, I have a lot of respect for influencers because it's a hard job, especially if you're a one-man team. Like, there's people out there who just want to get free stuff and make money. And that's, like, a whole nother, like, group of people that I'm not addressing right now. But the other group I'm addressing right now are the people who, like, are passionate about creating things and like to create things and, like, like being an influencer creator to that extent and posting what they make online to people and like connecting with people so on and so forth and I have a lot of respect for them because it's like a lot of work like I remember when I started my blog I was a one-man team so I wrote everything edited everything did my blog html handled the business side did everything and it wasn't until like I went to college and joined a newsroom that all the stuff I did on for my blog from business photos editing each of those were like different jobs at the newspaper. So you would have like the copy staff, written staff, editing staff, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, whoa, I was doing a lot of work for a one man team. With that being said, like, it's crazy to think that like, and this happens to a lot more people than you would think, but for some people, like, I don't know, like I cannot go to bed at night knowing that like my income is solely dependent on the idea of that, of me posting things. like. If one day, like, you would have a really good month and then you can have a really bad month and that could really affect you, like, and then it gets really tempting, definitely, for, like, people to want to do, like, challenges or, like, get invested on it, the idea of making viral videos to get views in order to get money or to get more recognized. You know, like, Desi Perkins talked about it in a video once where she, like, sometimes she feels like, like, man, like, sometimes I want to do a video, like, doing your makeup with a banana. <laughs> I just think that's so funny because it's so specific. But doing your makeup with a banana. But, like, she always has to, like, stop herself and, like, because she, she knows, like, that's not what she does. Like, that's not, like, content she's proud of or makes her happy. And she's doing right right now. She just, like, launched her brand. She's about to have a baby. Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> so good for her. But, um, yeah, so, like, I was thinking about influencers, and, like, it's crazy because, like, I, when I was younger, I would definitely be kind of jealous of, like, um, girls my age who became influencers at a very young age, because I was like, man, like, how did they do this? Especially since, for me, like, I have been blogging for such a long time and been on Instagram for such a long time, but it seems like it never took off. I'd always be, like, jealous of them, but I would never dislike or never like comment mean things under their instagram or like talk bad about them never did that 
I was very self-aware when I was envious and for like what reasons but yeah and like I remember there was this one girl who like (laughs) was like super super smart and she got into college and she was talking about college and then she's like she had like a scholarship and everything to go to a good college and then she chose like becoming like a youtuber and moving to LA instead of going to college and I was just like wow like because like I've mentioned this before but I'm not like a very I wasn't like a very intelligent or like book smart kid in high school so definitely like a full scholarship was definitely not in my cards but I was like wow like she's smart and like famous and she can like do all these things like what's wrong with me which is like the comparison aspect of like hence why I don't go on Instagram explore page but I've been following her for years I love her videos And I remember just, like, watching one of her videos recently and being like, does she even like making videos anymore? I feel like she kind of, like, lost her spark. And I feel like, you know, that's such a real thing. Um, It's really hard to be inspired sometimes. It's really hard to, like, be like, I'm going to consistently make really good things all the time. Like, I think creative people can agree that, like, you're gonna make good things but then one day some days you're gonna make really bad things and then you just gonna have to like step away and be like okay go back to the drawing board but I was watching her video and I was like wow like I can't believe I was jealous of her like four years ago and I mean she's doing great now and there's like nothing wrong with her but like I remember sitting there and like being like wow I'm kind of glad I went to college because like being in that slump is terrible you know um and honestly like you can always go back to college. So even if I was an influencer, like my end goal would definitely be to always go back to college. Um, Especially if I made money. Oh my God, that's such a privilege to like put off college, make a lot of money, and then be able to go back to college, like a good school and have to pay for it and not be in debt. Oh, that's so nice. But anyways, yeah, and I was just sitting there. I was like, wow, like some days like influencers and like content creators, they get tired. The time length for an influencer. I think the time length for an influencer who gets very big very quickly is like at max four or five years. Um, I don't know. I really do think the universe works in a way that's like if you get like you want to do a steady climb, you never want to get too popular too quickly. I feel like that's like has a lot of detrimental mind effects to like young children who are on the internet like that. But for people who did the steady climb, I definitely think it's like around seven years. Years one, two, and three, you're fresh. Four, you're one year away from five years. Five years, you have a lot of energy and like inspiration because you just hit five years, which is like a milestone. And then six years, you're like, yeah, like you're still going off of your five year like um, inspiration. And then seven years, you're like, okay, maybe it's time to move on. Or like maybe try to like try something else or do something else. I definitely think Michelle Fawn, she left in like 2015, 2016. And she was on YouTube from like 2006. So that's like almost like six years. Even like Jackie Ina and Desi Perkins, they just launched brands. Oh my god, I'm so excited for Jackie Ina's brand. Um, I think she just released candles. I'm actually really excited for like her other home good things. So like I'm excited to see what she creates. It doesn't mean like they're gonna stop making videos. It just means they're like gonna slow down a little bit. And it's gonna be like a new wave of people coming in. It's the same thing for like J-pop and K-pop girl groups pretty much. Well, mainly K-pop girl groups because like there's that seven year curse if you have ever heard about it where like after seven years girl groups just kind of girl groups and boy groups I think just like either go on or they just straight up disband. Yeah, so why I bring this up, which 
all of this I was just thinking because, you know, like I said, I've been running a blog since I was 13 because I was just really inspired to like get into beauty and learn more about beauty. And like Michelle Fawn really like inspired me and I was like, oh my God, like I want to try, like I want to be a part of the beauty world. So like I started my blog, I literally had a dream or like I aspire to be like a full-time vlogger, you know, work from home, take cute photos and just like post stuff online every day. Um, But obviously that didn't happen. And then I went to college, so grateful for my college experience, loved it. In college, I dabbled in making Instagram videos, like beauty videos and stuff. I also dabbled in like making, uh, one summer I made a makeup review account. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else I did. I also made, like, YouTube videos, too, just to, like, practice and just to see if I would be good at it. Um, I have one video. It's on my blog. You can probably still find it. Um, but it came out really, really good. I really liked it. I made it in my, um, sophomore year dorm. I missed my sophomore year dorm so much. It was so nice. I had a single, and I shared, like, a Jack and Jill bath with my roommate. I mean, not my roommate, but my sweet mate. It had two windows. Ugh. It was amazing. Definitely, like, in the last few weeks before moving out, I, like, sat there and, like, savored every second of it. Um, my bedroom had, like, a view of the sunset. Oh, it was so sweet. It was so beautiful. I miss it very dearly. Uh, I miss, like, my college friends a lot, too. Oh, good memories. And now, then I started this podcast, and that was just kind of, like, I made this podcast because, like, my junior year, I left school, like, applying to, like, 30-plus internships, didn't get any, and then I was just super discouraged, but I never, like, want to feel like I'm not doing anything, so then I, like, started this podcast, and literally a week after I started it, like, my pilot episode, Hello World, which for some reason is still, like, one of my most downloaded episodes, um, I'm so sorry for the quality of that episode, it is literally terrible, <laughs> but... I literally got an internship, like, an internship interview a week later, and then two weeks I got, like, the actual position, which is insane. Like, I was not expecting that. And so then when I left school, I didn't have a job, but I was kind of okay with it because I really wanted to come home to spend time with my parents. So I wanted to keep up this podcast. And then, like, literally that February or March, actually March, quarantine started. So... Yeah, and it's just been an up, like, up and down battle since then. Like, I think for everyone, like, emotionally, man, like, there are good days and then there are bad days. But I think I've, like, changed a lot in the last, well, that was, like, like, since I graduated college and just being home and just having to stay home, I think I've changed a lot, like, mentally and emotionally. And I think I've, like, grown positively. But it's kind of this idea that, like, I always feel like I need to be productive or I'm not, or, like, my life means nothing. Or, like, I'm just wasting my time. And I'm I'm a person who, like, values time a lot. Not even values time, but appreciates, like, the time you have. Like, you can't waste time now. But, like, even with that being said, because of that, it also puts me in a mindset that I'm always, like, thinking ahead to the future, like, looking forward to getting a job, moving, getting my own place, like, you know, living life to that aspect, but I think in general, the problem with that is also, like, like, let's say I do get a a job, right, and I move, I'm just gonna be thinking about the next step, so I'm not gonna be fully savoring, like, actually having that job, actually moving and being in that moment, 
so like yeah that was the one thing I need I struggled with so much like growing up too and I've just been reflecting on that and I think it's like really sad because like there's just so much you can be thankful for right now and like being in the moment is so like valuable because it's like that moment will never like come back to you and I really appreciate it quarantine really made me slow down um and think I sometimes overthink but I always come back and like just like figure out what it means to like you know what you want out of life you know like makes made me re-examine my goals what I value what I don't value what I see for myself um learning to take one day at a time instead of like being like I'm gonna do this 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 every single day or whatever and like you know setting up habits and you know literally having a habit doing really well and then it completely going haywire and out the window (laughs) and then you have to like try again to rebuild it and I think it's just like an ongoing process and like I was thinking today I was like looking at my window there's a bunch of trees in front of my house and it kind of tints by room green in the morning because the sun is like reflecting right off of the branches and the leaves and like it tints my room green and like I always look up and I see like the branches like moving slightly because of the wind and I just think it's like a beautiful thing you know like many things to appreciate and like yeah like today I was journaling and I was thinking about that and I wrote that down and like there's always like this idea that even in hard times, there's also something to smile about. Yeah, so like a lot of learning happening during this quarantine, which also brings me back to like unemployment and jobs. But like a few days ago, I was like on, where was I? Oh my God, I was on LinkedIn. So once in a while on LinkedIn, I'll just go on. Actually, no, like every other day on LinkedIn, I'll go on and I'll just skim through the jobs, save a few and get back to them. But now it's just like this really intense urgency that right now I need to apply to this job right now and like I'll schedule my day and then for some reason I would just be like right now I need to do this job application and I'll spend like three hours like doing a job application or applications like when I send them in I'm like sitting there and like oh like they're gonna look at it and just like throw it over their shoulder into the discard pile because like they're not gonna like it like man it is what it is like I think I'm just like right now I'm just so lucky sitting here because it's August 10th in the first round of like evictions like the first round of evictions happen on august 1st and like literally i have like nothing to worry about seriously like i'm very lucky to like live in a house with like a roof over my head and like food and i get to like stay with my family um like i have my own room i have like video games my all my stuff here and like i live in a relatively nice neighborhood and yeah there's just like a lot of things to be thankful for so like what made me really sad about like looking at the application and like the hr manager or whatever throwing it over their shoulder doesn't really bother me anymore because like if it would if it happens it will happen and i like to think There are people out there who need a job more than me right now. So therefore, if anyone should get a job, it should be them. Well, we reached 35 minutes and I think I got to the point. All right, well, I've been talking for like 15 minutes. Well, I really thought I was going to talk for longer, like an hour or something. But that wraps up today's episode of Q Kind Of. If you would like to hit me up, I am at cute kind of podcast on instagram i'm the most active on instagram for the podcast you can also 
hit me up on my Pinterest, which is also at, actually no, my Pinterest is Layla Riaz, so L-A-I-L-A-R-I-A-Z. Then my Twitter is at QKindOf. I never upload anything on there, so honestly don't bother even following it. And then finally, if you would like to email me, it's hellocutekindof at gmail.com. And then like always, all links, things mentioned, are already up on the blog at www.cutekindof.com. You can find this podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox. Oh my god, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting. I forgot like two very important ones. Google Podcast and iHeartRadio. Um, if you can, I would greatly appreciate it if you could rate and review this podcast on Apple iTunes. It will help people to see it in the future. And then also lets me know if you like this podcast or not. Like, I would even appreciate it if you hate this podcast to be like, give me one star and just be like, I don't like the podcast because X, Y, and Z. And then I'll be like, okay, like, that's fair. Maybe if it's some things I can control, maybe I can fix it, you know? So... Maybe I just unleash some. Watch this. I'm going to go into my like Apple iTunes reviews and it's going to be like a mess. But <laughs> it's all good. Um, This Friday, I don't think I'm uploading a Get Ready With Me. I think instead, I wanted to do another talking video about makeup. Which, if my makeup gets here by Friday, is what I'm going to do. It's going to be like a massive haul. So I'm very excited for it. Um, But yeah, with that being said, I hope you guys have a great day. Um, if you guys, like, I know a lot of people are lonely right now, so if you want someone to talk to, hit me up on my Instagram. Like, we can be friends. Like, beauty besties. (laughs) But anyways, I will talk to you guys all on Friday. Bye!